Well, welcome. This is Black and Basic. This is Tori motherfucking E, and I got my special guest, Ty, in the motherfucking building. Go ahead and give him your handles, friend. You already know. It's your favorite teddy bear. Bears World. That's B-E-A-R-Z underscore W-R-L-D. What's happening, Tori? All right. And today, y'all, we're going to talk about peace, okay? Peace is... Peace is a lot. Peace comes, peace comes, man, when you think about peace, you just think about just being able to breathe again. You know what I'm saying? And not have like all this toxicity, but it feels like in a world that we live in, people just want to be so toxic. And if they don't have toxicity in their life, they just can't function. It's just, I don't understand it. I literally was talking to this dude, Ty, and he literally told me like, I had, I had, I had act funny with him one day and he was like, oh, I like this. And I was like, I'm always nice to you. I'm always sweet to you. Why did you, like, why Why is this what you want? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was crazy to me because he was, like, really thrilled. Like I had a situation like that years ago with my son's mother. She literally told me straight to my face, I like when you're an asshole. It turns me on. That's just crazy. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then as I grew older and, you know, I was started watching a lot of podcasts and, you know, trying to understand relationships more and understand how some women think, you know, peace looks like chaos to a dysfunctional person. Mm, talk about it. When you grow up in dysfunction, you don't know how to be at peace. You don't know how to be still. That's true. Like, I've noticed a lot you know, with uh, women I've talked to, they're always like, oh, you know, we got to do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, eh, okay. And they're like, you act like you don't want to do it. And it's just like, it's not that I don't want to do it. I know why you want to do it. And they're like, what do you mean? Excuse me. And I'm like, what I mean is, you want to do it solely because it's a, a trauma response. Mm -hmm. You want to shop. You want to travel. You got to go on 50 dates. And things... You think that's a trauma response? Yes. Yeah, because I even think the love language, when somebody tell you, they, if they actually know their love languages, it's all, like, every love language comes with a trauma response. Like... It comes to from trauma. Like if like a lot of men, their first love language is qual is uh is uh is physical touch and um uh, at words of affirmation. That's because they didn't get that stuff as a child. Exactly, and I can vouch so, for that. I was that child that didn't get that. So mm. for me, like as a young man, I always would hang out with people that were older than me because my dad was present. But my dad had to work a lot. Yeah. So at that time, I never felt like I got that father-son bond that I always desired. Mm. So I always... Well, did you get love from your mom? Did your mom, like, she? did she hug you? Did she, like, was she very yes. uh, nurturing? Yes, but it still wasn't what I needed. Mm. Like, that's why I be telling... A lot of women that I talk to, they got sons. Find a father figure. It doesn't have to be a boyfriend or nothing like that. But find, you know, uncles, a guy who knows how to read that child 
so he doesn't grow up and dysfunction and not know how to control his emotion because my mom could have nurtured me all day long. But what I needed was my father's love and affection. You know what though? That's a that that is a a deep thing that you just said because a lot of men would say the same thing. What they needed oh, yeah. was their father there, and a lot of them didn't have their father there. They didn't get to throw a baseball like they saw in the movies, or get to um have their father there to help them ride their first bike, or you know what I'm saying, like those things that you see in the movies where the father the oh, father's yeah. like engaging and stuff. Like they didn't have those fathers there. And if their fathers were there, they were working all the time. And when they came home, they were tired or they didn't want to be bothered. And see, that was my thing. Yeah. You know, growing up, my dad took care of two households. So two households, that's my dad deep. had to work. But as a kid, you don't understand that. Yeah. How was he taking care of two households? He was taking care of us, and then my grandparents got sick. Oh, and okay. My grandfather's okay. retirement wasn't enough well, at least to. Well, least you can kind of have him. a reason into why your dad couldn't be there. It, it, I guess would they? Does that make give you? But that doesn't give you as much comfort. I'm pretty sure, though. As a kid, it did it. Yeah. But you know, once I got older and I understood what it took. To raise a family, it was mm. a lot different. But yeah, like, I have to say, men sacrifice now. a lot. Men sacrifice a lot. I feel like, I feel like the yeah. I know. A, I I would have to say because I'm a mom and I've been there in a relationship and you know doing the, and doing. I feel like I did a lot, but men. But as we, I feel like women sacrifice physically and men sacrifice mentally. And I'm and I have to start and I and as you're talking to me, I'm thinking, I'm hearing it in my head, like that's the reason that's the reason why we have a disconnect a lot because we're all me as women, we're like, we do everything. You know what I'm saying? We're built for tough, you know, we're cooking, we're cleaning, we're taking care of the kids. But the man's mental state is really the thing that suffers with him because he has to go to work. He has to deal with the shitty ass shit. He has to come home and hear us complaining about how we physically, you know what I'm saying? We physically doing stuff. And then all the while, like he really don't even get to express himself as much, especially if you have nobody that you can express yourself to, or you feel like you, you don't have anybody to express yourself to, you know what I'm saying? Cause if I'm arguing with exactly. you, telling you how I'm feeling, why would you want to tell me how, I'm, how you feeling? But then we got to remember too, men deal with the physical mm -hmm. because not every man has a blue collar job. I mean, a white collar job. A mm -hmm. lot of us are blue collar. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I was married- Oh, and that's stuff, real mental too. Oh yeah, but like, that's a, though, so them those are the men that's really like you need to watch them. They on red, they on the they on the red flag list. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, like when I was married, mm -hmm. like one of the things I used to irritate my soul, I was working sixty plus hours a week, mm -hmm. and then having to come home. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And I'm like, my job was very physical at the time. Mm -hmm. So like when I got home, I'm totally exhausted. But then I ain't gonna lie, I'm, like, I'm 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 guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. You're like police <laughs> you get home, and it's just like, yo, be quiet. And then yeah. you, you you hear a lot of men like, you know, it takes me 10, 15 minutes 
just to get in, get out of the car when I get home. I was just then, about to say that. That's how I feel. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, like I just knew by the time I got home, my kids. Like, even if their dad was there before I got there, like I just knew that I'm like, shoot, shoot. When I was picking them from daycare, just by me being a single person, like I'd be like, oh, I'm about to just sit in this car for like 30 minutes before I go pick them up. Cause yeah, I would always get there early, that, but I just need, need that, that, that time. Yeah. And unfortunately. Because a lot of people don't understand peace or understand that some people just need a break. They bombard them as soon as they hit the door. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm like, gonna say the thing the thing about it is the disconnect with us is women we were we were shown like our emotions so as soon as we so as soon as you get home we think you are a therapist but like who therapy who who's giving you the therapy you know like so we over here sitting here I and I and I I had to contest that I used to do that I used to be that type of person like as soon as I see him at the door or as soon, as soon as I see my significant other, I'd be like, oh, my day, blah, 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 so I'm doing a very physical, and then I'm done with customers. So you get an attitude of customers all day, and then it's like, I got to come home and deal with attitude? I, I just dealt with all this attitude at work, the job calling you, oh, you need to do this, and it's just like, <clears throat> excuse me. That's why a lot of men be like, so I got to go out here and fight the world, and then come home and fight you? Yeah. And then that's how I be feeling. We're not taught to release our emotions. No, y'all don't know how to regulate it at all. Suppress. And there's a lady, um, her name is Kitty Rose. Mm -hmm. Ladies, I advise y'all to go watch her. She's deep. Like she even brought broke it down to how kids are raised. And she was like, you know, we give boys action figures, tools. You know all these handyman, yeah, cars, and they get guns first. And then they wonder why they don't know how to cook, clean, and take care of kids. Because you didn't give them no baby, you didn't give them a baby doll, you didn't give them a kitchen. And you know the the crazy part about that tie is, you know how you know it's more male chefs in the world than women. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go deeper than that. Why is it even? Why is it even that bad? Like, if my son asked me for a kitchen set, they'd be like, "Oh no, I'm not giving them no kitchen set because this there's nowadays there are so many. They have really nice kitchen sets that are modern. Like, if your son wants to cook, go get that little boy a kitchen set. What is that gonna do for you? Like now, it's like everybody just look. Let me tell you something. If somebody, if 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 if, if your kid is your kid is uh what they want to call it, gay or whatever, your kid is already gay, baby. They were born that way, baby. That's not. 
it think about it in this perspective when we were growing up did we have all that stuff in our face no no we weren't we didn't so if that's just their that's their personality that's their mentality that's that's how they were right that's how they were born so you get him a kitchen set it's not gonna make him uh like men now i hate when people say that i ain't giving my son no Facts. kitchen set. i ain't getting myself no dolls Facts. but like it was so crazy when like she broke it down she's like oh yeah little girls are giving baby dolls and all that and kitchen sets and you know they're taught to nurture mm. and to be in tune with their emotions mm. and then you just said you know most of the world's chefs are men and if you really look at it, when you look at these upscale fashion designers, most of them are men. Most of them are men. Thank you very much. They didn't, and, and they weren't, and, and so if that's that's who you are, nothing can stop you from being who you are. Right. Not your father telling you can't have a doll at five years old. You are going to be who you are. You are going to be who you are. Just let, if the kid, my thing, even with, let's break it even more deeper. Like when we were growing up, all, all, all down the toy section, there was only white dolls. Oh, yeah. You would be happy if you found a black doll, right? Nice. Now we have so many different colors because even with me getting a black doll, I wanted a black doll, but the black doll wasn't my skin color. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I so I always felt like I didn't know I I like I just had both. I had a white doll and a black doll, but neither one of them felt like they represented me. And like now I they have like mom. little Latina dolls, like 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 the like cream colored dolls. Like right. it's like it's a whole bunch of different type of dolls. And they even have little boy dolls for boys now. Yep. I was telling my mom because we was talking about like systemic racism and stuff, and I was just like you know, we always tell our people, you got to be held accountable and blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. And I'm like, yes, you do. But if you don't give these kids positive examples to follow, they're not going to follow it. Yeah, they will. Look at me. I did this. I said, you had two parents that worked hard. You had an example. I'm like, nowadays, it's not like that. I was like, the the rate of single mother and single fatherhood, man, it's sad. It's doubled. It's quadrupled. Like mm -hmm. I, I was looking, it ain't a lot of marriages these quadruple, days. Quadruple since nineteen sixties. Like and it went from like eight hundred thousand, and mm -hmm. now it's to like, I think it was like almost two million. And let's get even deeper than that. Half, half single mothers, half the single mothers. It's one man. It's like that man probably got five five kids, and out of those five kids, he didn't make three single mothers. This, I think the statistic shows that um, eighteen percent of men have all kids in our community because mm. they say about sixty one percent of black men are in the middle class and childless. Mm. So. Yes, though we do have to take accountability for our actions, we got to start being realistic. Mm -hmm. We got to be realistic with ourselves. We got to be like, all right, listen, I didn't make the best choice in a partner, but I got to own up to what I did and try to make the best of it because I can't sit here and be like, oh, man, I hate this person for the rest of my life. 
oh, this person did this, this person did that. You had a part in what you did. You Man, hold on. This is, this, this is the thing, Ty. So, so God's been trying to holler at me, right? And I'll ask them, and I and like I'm starting to get more hip because, of course, y'all, you put me, you put me in that perspective. A lot of men that have been on this podcast has put me in that perspective to ask questions because one thing about it is men are gonna ask questions. That's one thing. The men are so logical. Like now, I'm starting to realize that they they know how who we are and how we do it before they even start even talking to us. And so mm-hmm. now, with me talking to more men and just getting to know like y'all, even y'all y'all are good people. But I started realizing you need to start asking more questions. So my questions to, asking better questions too. Better questions. There you go. I need to start asking more and better questions. So I've been asking dudes. I'm saying, so hey, you got any kids? And they'll be like, yeah, I got kids. And I'm saying, well, how many kids? How many kids do you have? And they'd be like, oh, I got three kids. And I said, well, how many baby mamas do you have? And they'll be like, right. oh, I got two. And I would say, out of those two baby mamas, there were you ever married or in a long-term relationship? And if they tell me they've never been married or and I, I did, I say nah, I pass on it. You know what other question you need to ask? What's up? You gonna put me on game? Because <laughs> you're asking, do you have kids? But you ain't asking, do you have any on the way? Oh, cause baby, if I look, I'm not even gonna go there. How can you leave the child? How can you leave the child of your mother and she's already pregnant? So you already know you don't want to be there. You're not even gonna try. I'll say this. Just, or and, because my thing about it is, if it's like if it was that toxic, why'd you impregnate her? I'll, I'll say it like this, and it's very simple: damage people, damage other people. You know, like like I said, with the rise of you know, single parenthood, like, there's one thing that men typically do is they hold their kids accountable for their actions. Like, mm-hmm. if my son does something, whether he does it at my house or not, he's held mm-hmm. accountable for his actions. Yeah, but that's how that's how supposed to be. Well, if he leaves my house and I'm like, yo, he don't get this, you think she upholds that? No. Nah, me and my kid's dad are pretty solid about that. Like, if I implement something, he gonna implement it. If he implements something, I'm gonna implement it. Like, um, like my kids. See, the in problem the, over here see? is there's cultural differences. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say she's different. She, she's of Caucasian descent. I'm not. So, you know, typically we parent a little bit more harder over on this side than that side. Mm. Especially when you look at her family and how her family parents is uh-huh. totally different from how mine. Like I remember you having think a about, conversation. My thing about it, did you think about that before you had kids with her? No. No. Because like I said, growing up, my dad worked so much, so he didn't put that knowledge in mm. because mm. he was at work so much. And I always tell people, I learned my lesson from that situation. And they're like, oh, it's not a lesson. It very much is a lesson. Yeah, so like everything gotta, everything can be everything is a lesson and then you're gonna you gonna finally get your blessing. That's what I always think. Oh, facts. You gotta kiss you gotta kiss. I mean, I, I just say you gotta kiss a lot of frogs to get your prince. Yeah, and you know But that don't mean you really a lot kiss of people ain't gonna like me for this. <laughs> but you know Watching Kevin Samuels 
and learning about sign language, character assassination, and reputation destruction, I dealt with that tenfold. And I never really knew it. You know, I was shamed in my in the uh in my situation, you know, character assassination, reputation destruction with talking bad about me online and all that. And, you know, some people who are dysfunctional grew up with this dysfunction. They have to control a narrative. That's like, true. I had a guy I was sharing a garage with. I think I said this in the last one. Mm-hmm. I did so much for this guy. But if you let him tell it, I did nothing. He's going online. His mom, his sister, they're all trying to talk bad about him. You know him. why? Because hurt people hurt people. That's the thing. Right. Me, I just, me, I'll say, I'll say whatever, but I'm not, I don't, my thing about it is you'll never hear me say your mouth, your name in my mouth. I'll never put your name in my mouth. Oh, I'll right. tell my story, but if, shoot, that's my story. What kills me is people will take, take even though I'm not speaking to them or saying their name they always try to intertwine themselves with the stuff that you put in out and i'm like if if you feel the shoe oh fits baby then wear it but other I than that, that i'm so not gonna much. i'm not gonna what the, what beyonce said i'm not gonna disrespect you on the internet come on i'm gonna talk me better than that baby i'm just gonna keep moving forward my thing about it is keep moving forward there's no reason for me to be bothered with you you're you're a sad individual you these are sad individuals i'm not gonna be dealing with that and if i if you continue to dwell in negativity you will never have the space for your positivity your blessings to come in and i i put that to myself all the time stop dwelling in negativity just tell people you're going your separate ways you don't want to hear it you're done with it because i know what type of person i am Right. Yeah, you know what type of person you are. We was good friends. Mm. So when it happened and somebody brought to light how I was being disrespected and all that, you see, my problem is I want to see everybody eat. Mm. It used to be I wanted everybody to eat at my table with me. Sometimes you can see people eat, but they got to eat at their own table. So for a long time, I dealt with, I, I battled mentally because it's like, you know, I thought these people was my friend, you know, and they took advantage of me. And, you know, these people would talk all this smack online. Oh, he's this, he's this, he's this. And then I would see him and you wouldn't, they wouldn't say nothing. And it's like, what the hell? Like, it's jealousy. This is jealousy, and man. People are jealous. Like, my brother had a, like, like, yo, don't sit here and talk about my brother knowing that he's not on Facebook. You're talking big and bad, but you know where my brother lives at. You know his number. Like, why don't you go and say this to his face? And then my brother was like... People are cowards. They're cowards. Facts. And my brother was like, yo, you talking all this trash, but every time I went down there, your stuff was in my brother's bay or in, in his way. But you ain't going to tell nobody that. And that's why, like, when people go to that reputation mm-hmm. destruction, I don't even reply back to none mm-hmm. of them. Well, let me tell I think because I told like, you this yesterday. When people have been in their shit so long, they don't smell shit. They don't smell their shit. Well, the crazy thing about it is and, the person I'm talking about, their best friends, they don't even talk to you no more. These are people that have been around them for 10 plus years, held them down. 
and this person will turn on all of them because mm-hmm. it's you know they grew up in dysfunction and their greed is so high and it's like how are you that mm-hmm. greedy and you claim to be this good person but the people that held you down the people that got you where you are in your business and everything you turn on every single one on you did some foul stuff to every single one. This, that's why I was saying earlier, people who grew up in dysfunction view peace as chaos because their mind cannot fathom just being still, just mm. being at one with yourself because they never experienced it. And I don't blame them. I blame their parents. But like, you know, even when it comes to my son's situation, I'm telling you, Oh yeah, you know, my son's going through this hitting phase and his mom's like, Oh, I don't know why he's doing that. At two years old, you ripped this boy's family apart. You gotta take the accountability of your actions. He's gonna act up because his world was a certain way for so long, and now the foundation that he had is destroyed. Yeah, and now that's true. You have to rebuild it. And people don't think that kids deal with trauma. Or, they do. Uh, nah, kids deal with trauma. They deal with trauma every really day. He does know. He do. And then on top of that, you, you, um, I didn't know he had a sibling. So you, so that's another reason why he probably lashing out. Cause she's probably giving the sibling a lot of attention. Well, you know, you know, they everybody gives baby girls attention. Oh yeah, most definitely. More I mean, boys. yeah, we all we know that. Sister. And like I said, even in the situation, he's seeing his life be torn apart, and then another life being brought in as it's being torn apart. So I'm, I know it confused him. I know he's probably like, well, "Hold on, my mommy and daddy ain't together, but why am I going to my daddy's house and my sister not going?" And it's like people always say, oh, kids are too young. No, these kids are different. These kids are a lot more advanced than when we was kids. Because when we was kids, we stayed in our place. We minded our business. But these kids now, they're way more vigilant. Um, vigilant. They see, they observe. Do diligence. They feel more <laughs> energy. So it's like they, they know what we think they don't know. I feel like this these kids in this generation, they're more susceptible to their emotions. So yeah, I I I believe that. I believe that. I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us males and females, we're not telling our kids to suck it up and all that other stuff. So yeah, they're a little bit more like understanding to their feelings and how they feel. And yeah, he might just be going through he might just be going through that phase where he just feels like he's not getting enough attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because- it happens. Yeah, and it has to be that because I notice how he behaves with me mm-hmm. versus there, and I don't have those issues. I don't have the outburst, but majority of the time, it's just me and him. You know, he's he's sitting beside me on the couch while I'm playing my game. He's playing his game on his tablet. Like, I definitely notice with him. He has to, his love language is physical touch. Because when it's just me and him, he has to be at my hip. 
Yeah. You know that they have that on the five love It's uh you could do you could do a, a course for your kid. Like I don't know how I don't know how accurate it is. I guess it would just be on your own like understanding of your child, but they do have a course for children, uh, that you could do a little quiz or whatever that you could do if you really want to know your kids um um language. But I mean that's good for you to know that your son's lang um one of his his language is probably physical touch. So that's pretty good. Like as a father, if you, I, I feel like fathers should hug their sons more. I hug my you son know? all the time. Yeah. Hug your son. Tell your son that you love him. Like I, I make sure I do that, that because kids need that. Little boys need that. They need I, to I see, them. I see when it comes to like people around him, like they'll leave him, won't tell him they love him. Nothing. Mm. And it's just like, your your position in his life, you should never leave him without saying you love him. Nah, most definitely. Especially me as a parent, as a mom. Every time my kids look out the door with their dad, you know what I'm saying? I say, hey, you know, I love y'all. Have a fun with y'all daddy. Or or if I'm in the car um, and I be on the phone with them or calling them while they're with their dad or with anybody, I just be like, hey, y'all, I love y'all. See y'all when I get when I see y'all. Because my, my thing about it is you never know when you if you're going to see somebody again. And why would you want not to tell they not to know the last thing that you said to them was I love you you know right and you know me I'm a truck driver spouse family friend you know I'm I'm a big firm believer on like hey I love you right like I was saying you know I'm a truck driver so my I put my life at risk every day I'll be damned if I walk this earth and my son doesn't know I love him like me and my son did a photo shoot. We didn't do one last year because Corona was just crazy. But I'm probably going to try to do it again this year. But, you know, I did a photo shoot with my son, just me and him. He loved it. And it's like, somebody asked me, oh, well, you only did that because um, – you're in his mind split up, and it's just like, no, I wanted to do that with my my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad. Yeah, what does that have to do? Person. Why? Why? Why would you even put? Why would they even like make that uh, thing? Because they, you and the mom split up. Why you can't just want pictures with your son? That's those are memories that you'll never get back if you never have any pictures. What does that got to do with the mom? It's it it be like the most toxic people wanting to tell you yes. that you doing something to spite somebody. How am I spiting this woman? And all I'm doing is taking pictures with me and my child that I procreated. Listen, that is the craziest stuff. When it came to those pictures of me and him, mm -hmm. from all different sides, and That's I'm like, y'all y'all mad because I'm a black father that is fathering like my mom i had to get on my mom the other day because like i told my mom i'm like you know mom you're toxic and she's like i ain't toxic i'm like yeah you are and she was like you know like because what the conversation was she was like oh you know black fathers need to do better and blah 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 but i'm like well you know new york uh time magazine and the cdc they did a, a report and black fathers were the most involved. They were doing the best. And she's like, no, it ain't. And I'm like, see, 
that's why you're toxic. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, here you are in my face, your black son, which you have two of them that take care of their kids. You have a husband that takes care of his kids. You had a father-in-law that took care of his kids. You had a daddy that took care of his kids. You have your sister's husbands that took care of their kids. So you have nothing of but good examples, except for like maybe one or two, of black men in your circle that take good care of your kids. I was like, and she should be damn proud. That's really good. You just villainize every single one of us. Mm. And she's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, you did. You just told us that we are ain't shit fathers. Because she told me she was, uh, she's like, oh, you need to go out and do more fun stuff. And I was just like, mom, women typically prioritize fun, not men. And she was like, you know, your daddy never took y'all out, blah, 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 this. And I was like, mom, let's, let's, all right, let's look at both of y'all. Ain't so Paris married? Yeah, and that's why this Dang. is why. Okay, yeah. Like, what damn? Let's look at the whole. You over here, like, dang. She just like that is crazy. That is so crazy. But when I broke it down to her, it really was like smacking her. In the yeah, face. but still, to so like, not even support look, a husband. That's crazy to me. Right, and I'm telling her, I'm like, look at the situation. I was like, my dad's job is ten times way more, more physical than yours. I was like, you sat behind a desk at a call center. I was like, and you just demonize him because he didn't, you know, make sure that we had fun every weekend. When his job and make sure that your roof, roof was over y'all heads and uh ga- um AC was on and cars were paid off and that's crazy. Yeah, and it's just like I told my mom, I'm like, you don't you don't realize how hurting your words are because you just blurt out whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I I was, I, you know what? I'm not gonna say that I was um, an uh, unappreciative person, but my thing about mine was more of like the physical or aspect of it. I always thought that, um, and I and I'm gonna have my kid's father on here um, on the episode. I, you could come back if you want. You could talk to him and stuff. But my my thing about him was he was he was he's a good dude. He um he provided, but my only issue with him was the like when it was like. I feel like he co- he cheated on me because he was coping with the shit that he didn't want to talk to me about. And um, he even said it. He was like, it was my ego. And I was just like, well, well how was he raised, though? Like, was he raised by? No, nah, he had no father. His dad was See, on drugs. I'm glad you said that. His, his, grandfather, his grandfather was here. But he wasn't here, if that makes sense. His mom, his his grandma nice. was a nurse. She made you know, you know, back in the day, nurses made made good money, but she was still, you know, she she didn't, you know, she wasn't like these nurses now, you know. Right. You know, but um. She but I'm was, glad you said that because we ha- also have to remember like what he saw. So if he was raised by a single mom, he might have saw multiple men come in and out of his mom's room or whatnot. 
So he might have thought. Hell, he told me when he was 12 years old, he said that his mom uh, came back from Vegas and was married to a man he never even met. Yeah, so. (laughs) That's some crazy shit. He said just all of a sudden a man just started living with them. He said his mom used to go on dates. It was cool. Ha ha. And then all of a sudden she came back and said this her husband. And that's a dysfunction right there. How you marry a man and your son ain't never met him. You could have married a whole P word. He could have essayed your child. He could have, you know, R, what is it? R-A-P freed your child. Mm. So he's only basing his choices off of what he saw. Mm. And that's why a lot of people say you got to have that boy's father in his life because we think at a logical standpoint, like me, mm-hmm. not too many women that I've dealt with have met my child. Yeah. They won't even, they, for a long time, only time I would see them is on the weekends I didn't have my child. Mm. Because I'm thinking out a protection aspect. That's how I feel right now. I don't want nobody to meet my kids. My kids are eight and nine. They understand what's going on. They're not no three year old, no, no, no six month, you know, no, 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 uh, no loose neck baby. Like they, they know what they see. They know how to hear. They can hear what you're talking about. They know what's going on. My kids are, my kids are, my kids are very understandable to certain things. I'm not about to play with my kids. Like they're not about to have a whole bunch of different dudes in my house. I'm not gonna be doing all that. And if you get right. upset about that, then that's you. But my thing about it is, if you're a permanent, if you're gonna be permanent in my life, you're going to show me you're gonna be permanent, and then I will make you permanent in my children's life. But I'm not moving no dude in after two weeks. That's how these kids is getting hurt out here. A lot of kids are getting hurt because parents is being too loose with who they bringing in. They don't even you don't even know the person. My kids ain't going. How are my kids going to understand? They don't know you. You don't even know them from Adam's apple. Didn't do no background check. Don't know who they are. It's so many kids getting kidnapped, hurt, a whole bunch of stuff, and it's and it's us as the parents that are allowing it. Exactly, and. That's why I always tell people, you got to be mindful of your choices all the time. Yeah, you got to be mindful. It's just, it's just a lot, a lot, man. Like, but like I said, but back, but just going back to what we're supposed to be talking about, just your pieces, your peace is everything. And your peace is your boundaries. Like just, you have to, you have to state your boundaries. And a lot of people these days, like I've even talked to a lot of dudes and I, and I think Kevin Samuel was not that bad of a person. And and I know, oh my God, y'all women going to shun me. But Kevin Samuels just told you how actual men think about you behind closed doors. And if you got offended, you should be offended because all those people, men and women do it. They, those are the people that do you wrong every time. They be already thinking that shit about you. They not even telling you they thinking about you like that. And at least he, I, to be honest, he put you on game. Y'all getting upset because how he said it, but that's how they think about you in your mind, in their mind. That's how they treat you. So think about it as if he just did you a favor. He told you the truth. Like, Y'all getting them see the problem that no. a lot of women have with Kevin Samuels. 
It's even how he says it. They want somebody to no, be it's not even how he says it. Be nice about it. Let me tell you it. what it is. Women were always taught that men are too soft in their language when growing with them. Soft in their language? I never soft. Where? <laughs> I, listen, when a man talks to a woman, there's certain words and certain ways he's not going to say it to you. That's only if he's not an asshole. And sometimes, y'all, the ones that's the most, the worst are the ones that's a nice asshole. I realize that there's nice guys in the world and good men. Right. And I've tend to to attract nice guys. I don't, I have not, I've only met a handful of good men in my whole entire life. But nice guys are all over the place. They left to right to front to back and they pretend very well to be nice guys they will they will they will they will their whole personality will be your personality until they can't they can't they can't act no more and females do it too there's nice women and there's good women y'all need to know the difference right and i I see it all the time on these lives where you know women are going to these men's faces and you know they'll come in aggressive and then wonder why dudes is cussing them the hell out. And it's just like, man. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing the women in those lives being one. aggressive. And then when they go in the DMs and they actually and they actually act on you and you said how you, oh, I can't believe he came at me like that. I'm not even that type. You came at him like that. He's going to show you. You said that you that type of girl. Guess what he going to do? He's going to play on what you said. Men are men are going to play on what you said. If you act like you's a a, a fast one, they going to treat you as a fast one. They love and then they love when you show them what 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 they what they what they have to what they have to act. If you if you got to be a good if you a good person or to a goody two shoes like my damn stuff, they gonna play on those words just like that to get this to get the same direction. But if you telling them that you're gonna fuck them and do it, they they gonna go for you before they go for me. You know why? Because I'm harder to get. And some some of these weirdos, men so and women, hard. they they love <laughs> I was gonna say they love they love the um what's the word for it? They love the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. Is they just See, predators? And that's what that's what most men lose when they don't have, you know, that father in the home. Because men are taught to be hunters. But there's a healthy way about it and there's a non-healthy way about it. Like, one thing my dad taught me when I was little is go after what you want. But when dealing with women... They're not giving you that same energy to show you that they want you in that way. Pull back. And mm-hmm. a lot of these men nowadays were never taught that. And that's why you see people in these women's inboxes that be having conversations about themselves. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you got to be persistent, but you got to know when to stop. Yeah. My thing about it is if and you want to talk to me, you're going to have to, you're gonna have to pursue me. I was gonna say you don't know I, when to I, stop, I like men and that pursue me. When to stop stuff. Oh yeah, true. Um, if a man's pursuing me, I and I like you, I'm going to reciprocate it. If I if you're pursuing me and I don't, I'm not even going to entertain you. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm gonna tell you, hey sir, I don't want to waste your time. They've been calling me curving Tory for the last two months. Uh, so I, 
Every time I go on a TikTok live, they say, hey, this this Corv, this go, there's Corvin Tory. I'm curving. You know why? Because I'm not going to waste your time. I don't want you wasting mine. I'm not going to waste yours. And that's the type of energy I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give you that type of energy. Because let me tell you, the next man I'm with, y'all going to be like, oh, yeah, he he came with that energy. Because Tori, she curving motherfuckers. I don't play that. <laughs> I'm not playing. Listen, I, I've got on live and had a curve women. And you should, as you should, King. As you should. But some of them be ruthless. It don't matter. The puppies in the pen, Ty, the puppies in the pen, I don't want the puppy that's... They always tell you when you go and pick a dog, they say when you're picking a puppy, they said uh, never get the ones that pop up in your face the first. They're too, they're, they're too aggressive, right? They say always go for the puppies that's calm. That's in the that's oh, in yes. the that's in the back of the playpen. That that that'll sh they still show you the attention by their eyes, but they're not all in your face. They're not they're not jumping up and down. Pick me, pick me. I don't want to pick me. I'm not. I don't want to pick me, man. I want a man that's 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 already confident in what he has and what he has to offer, and he's he willing to pursue me, but he's not going to chase my ass. And that's what See, I that's want. What I want I a man doing. say, "Hey, I'm I'm willing to pursue you, Tori. If it's reciprocated, I'm I'm here for you, but I'm not chasing you." And I'm and I respect that. I'm not gonna say, "Oh my God, that's still disrespect." He ain't gonna. No, a man should not chase me, and I should not be chasing a man. It should be he pursuing I, me, showing me he's interested, and I should be reciprocating it. As a woman, I am. One thing I don't do, and it's pissed a lot of women off, especially like. You know, recently I dealt with a situation where my girl got mad mm -hmm. and she was like, I'm going home and she was supposed to stay here all week. So I pumped her gas, handed her car, told her, love you and sent her on her way. And she's like, why didn't you chase me? For what? Why wanted you to chase me? Well, I didn't told you from the jump. I'm not those dudes. I'm not going to kiss your ass. Mm -mm. You want to leave? Leave. And I'm I not hate, going to chase I hate people like, like that. I hate people that... My thing about it is, I'll tell you in the jump, if me and you together, me and you together, I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, do that, we breaking up shit, I'm leaving you, I'm doing this, not, nah, cause one, cause if I say it, I'ma mean it. I'm not gonna be. I'm. I'm too old for that shit. It that breaking. Break I'm not. You know. Was, no. I'm, no. I'm saying. I'm just saying in general, gotcha, just to gotcha. put it out there. Like people need to stop doing that shit. That shit ain't cute. Yeah. Oh, I told. Like you we, that. we are grown, y'all. We grown ass adults. I don't care if you're 18 or up. And you're grown. Stop doing it. I'm about to break up with you. This ain't work. No. If it look, if you ain't willing to do the time. Then get the hell out the damn fire. Like if you ain't, just get out. Leave it. Then leave it alone and don't come back to it. Go somewhere and find something else. But if you're gonna put in the work, put in the work. Shut your ass up. I don't have no time for all that. We gonna. I can't do this no more. I don't have time for that. Right, and that and that's what I told her. I was like, listen, you do that again, the way you left, not speaking and all that. This shit is dead. I'm not tolerating that. And you, I've gotten to the point where, like, I'm, I'm taking, I'm not allowing as much disrespect as I used mm -mm. to. And that's good. That's and, your peace, though. That's your peace, and those are your boundaries. And people have to respect right. that. And that's the thing when when people disrespect you, 
is because they they have lack of respect for you. When they do stuff like that, they don't respect you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I listen more than I talk. And when I would listen to the stories and all that, it's just like, you act the way you act because you're so used to men chasing you or trying to buy your love and buy your affection and all that. So when I am very direct with you, it triggers you because you ain't never dealt with somebody so direct. Yeah, but has it worked? But at this point, has it worked for you? My thing about it is, y'all, if you've been doing the same shit all your life, and if it ain't worked for you, why you won't try something new? My thing about it is, I've never had a backbone. I've never had a backbone. I'm always, I'm always been submissive to everybody I've been with. Even when they, even they made me unhappy, I just was like, okay, I'm just gonna, okay, you know. Even though I'm trying to tell you how I feel, you know what? Just, just to keep the peace. Okay, I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm not doing that shit no more. If if it don't if I don't, I don't have a problem with communicating and what's the word for it? and um comprehension co- no uh compromising comprehension yeah okay. and compromising but what I'm not gonna do is let you devalue my feelings. I'm not letting nobody. I'm not letting no man shoot or no woman devalue friend friend or or relationship defat or family member. Hell, you know what? Nobody got there. <laughs> you gotta be like that because because i'm always telling you how i'm feeling and then and then it ends up being about me 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 and i'm like okay you know what just you know what it's not even worth it i just want us to be happy let me you know what fuck my feelings and how i'm feeling you know what let me just let you walk all over me that's basically how i used to be yeah you can't do that because what 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 has to be is you have to be able to speak your piece and be heard understood and you all have to come to a happy medium about the situation and like i dealt with a situation recently where like someone tried to shame me and then when they said the situation i was like give a fuck and they're like see your attitude was going to get you in trouble but it's like but you just try to shame me you literally tried to make me get feel guilty or less than because that did something you didn't like. And it really pissed me off. And I'm going to have to have a conversation with this person a little deeper because it's like, listen, I just had COVID two weeks ago. Most people don't recover for months. I had to go back to work after a week. Like, I was still feeling the effects of it. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really focused on the cleanliness of my space. But it's like, but for you to know that I had COVID and you try to shame me, like saying, oh, well, my mom wouldn't visit or wouldn't eat here. Or you wonder why people don't go come over. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And plus you had to be invited to come over that attitude right there is going to get you in trouble. But it's like, no, your attitude is what's going to get you in trouble because you came with a shaming tactic and you're getting mad because I'm defensive. Granted, I'm still recovering for being sick. I had a fever of like 102. And it's like, why are you going to that that type of mentality to shame me? And then it's like, oh, this is why I listen more than I speak. 
a lot of these people be using shaming tactics. That's Shame is not what it's called, baby. It's called <laughs> it's called manipulation. It's oh, yeah, called gaslighting. Yeah. They a lot of people right. like pe- the toxicity comes from the fact that you was gaslighted by your family members. Now you gaslighting that's everybody that's else. It's, it's a lot of gaslighters around here. It's a lot of gas. I've, I've, I, I literally was just dealing with somebody that was gas, that like gas, just gaslighting me. I, and you know what? It's, 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 um, it's mild gaslighting. It's medium gaslighting. It's high, it's high speed gaslighting. And I'm just like, I literally had to like tell somebody the other day. I'm like, hey, you know, um, you know, um, I really like you or whatever, but. You know, we we don't we don't talk as much. Oh well, I've been just been dealing with a lot. Blah blah blah. I'm like, we don't even talk like we used to talk at night. Well, you know, I've been okay. That's cool or whatever. But um, I don't even talk to you at all no more. And I was like, I see that your consistency has changed. And you know, I've already talked to you about it or whatever. And I don't want to do it no more. And you know, saying we me and you kind of already talked about like you know you don't you know you might not want a relationship at this very moment, and and that's cool with me. I wasn't I wasn't tripping about that part, but now that I'm seeing like your consistency has changed, I'm not I'm not feeling this no more. You know, I'm about to go my separate ways. And that gaslighting came in as soon as I said that. Oh well, if you you know what I'm saying well if you're not. You know, if you don't know what you want, then that's fine. That's some gaslighting for you. That's, that's gaslighting one on one. And you know what? My not me, the old Tory, I would have been like, you know what? You know what? I do really want this. No, that's gaslighting. You tried to make me feel bad for what you've done. And if you don't want to take responsibility for what you've done, I'm just going to, no, I just deleted the text message and it kept on moving. I'm not playing with nobody. That's like I was telling you the other day, that's what I had to realize. Yeah, I'm not playing with nobody no more time. I'm telling you. Trying to gaslight me, trying to trigger me. And it was just like, hold on. You have a blessed day. Yeah, and I don't even say have you a have a blessed day. day. I don't even reply no more. I'm so yeah. over it. My, like I said, I like the, my, I the, last, the last person I was with taught me so much. I swear. Like, I, like this, just the acting was so good and it taught me so much. Like I can see, I can smell it on you before you even talk to me. I smell it on you. I smell, I smell, I smell the, the, the bullshit. Like I'm so hip to shit now. It's crazy. It is so crazy. And I'm cool with it. I'm okay. And if I, like, I'm not, I'm tired. I'm glad I don't walk around with a blindfold on no more. I'm okay with being alone. And, like, it took me a long time to feel like that. Same here. And, you know, you you were saying earlier about, you know, now that I have these guy friends that are coming on my podcast and I'm talking to them, you're able to see that because when you're around dudes, that truly rock with you and truly care about you, mm-hmm. we're gonna teach you the game. We're gonna teach yeah, you the type of bozos Y'all like too. my like I'll be thinking them like most like most of these dudes that come on here, they're like my brothers. Like yes. I'm just like I should call this Tori and her brothers podcast at this point. <laughs> I'm afraid right. because like, th- like the the the. But you know what though? It just it it's they're not bad people. I don't think my ex is a bad person. I don't think none of my, the people I've ever dealt with, nor nor are y'all bad people. I don't think any of y'all bad people. I think it's just y'all were given the hand you're dealt with, and 
and proceeded with what you had. That's oh, it. Yes. It's not the fact that nobody's evil or bad or I don't blame nobody. I don't dislike nobody. I just, I don't want to deal with your toxicity if you're not going to fix it. I mean, I've tried to get men to go to therapy. And at this point, it's like, I, that, see, that's people really tell hard, me right? at the end of the day, I ruined their life. And I'm like, how does somebody that wants you to go to therapy with them want to ruin your life? I don't get it. Like, that makes no logical sense. I told you. Like, just gaslighting. It's this gaslighting. It's gaslighting. It was just trying to make me feel bad for things that you couldn't take accountability for. People can't take accountability for shit. And I take accountability for the fact that I enabled you. I take the accountability for the fact that of, of the things that I may have done wrong. I'm sorry if I hurt you or offended you or made you feel any type of way. I, I, I don't. Even, I just heard somebody the other day, and he was gaslighting this this other chick. She was on live one day and she was just talking about this dude. And then the next day he got on live and he gaslighted the fact that he didn't even take accountability. He, I'm literally listening to this dude and I'm saying, oh my God, he's such a narcissist. Like he's just, he's, he's taking accountability, but then putting it back on her. He was like, well, he was like, it's just what it is. And you know, I mean, I might be a bad person, but I mean, you know, um, you know, just, you know, you got to just do you got to just do with the things the hands you're dealt with and just keep it moving. You got to just always keep it moving. I'm like, you're not taking accountability for nothing. You're just blaming her for it. I'm just like, all that, all that screen was, I refuse to grow. And Ooh. I was actually talking to my girl last night and I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm getting to the point where I'm realizing that. You gotta grow though. You have to, I told you that you got everybody has to grow. You cannot right. stay if you're comfortable where you're at, you're never gonna succeed. You have to be uncomfortable. I take risks and, and people always tell me that every day. Like Tori, how the fuck can you just take risk? I take risk. I don't care. If 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 it if, if I feel comfortable and I trust you wholeheartedly, you know how hard that is for me? How, for how hard it is, I don't let a lot of people in my life. I don't let a lot of people in my life. I don't have a lot of people in my corner. I don't trust a lot of people. And if I care about you wholeheartedly, I genuinely fucked with you. And for and if you fucked me over, that's your problem. But that's that's a you problem, not a me problem. But I take risk. I don't want to live comfortably. Comfortably is not gonna get me success. That's not gonna get me success. My ass is my ass has. I work hard for everything I have. Like, see, that's that's why I want to go to therapy because, like, I've come to the realization to the point I have deeper rooted issues mm -hmm. that I have blocked so long. Like, I blocked things in my childhood, mm -hmm. and I don't remember my childhood Damn. at all. Shit, I'm like, like, I wish I, I wish, I wish I could say that, baby. I wish I could. I wish I could. I wish I could think the things that I remember, man. You know what though? I tell you this because I remember my child, my childhood, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you this because I'm I at, since what you just said kind of remind. I have an attachment style, and I think to be honest with you, telling me that you kind of you kind of like blacked out. You probably got a detachment style, like you don't play oh, that Yep. And just and that's and because you said that you can't even remember your yours, you probably drowned that shit out. You probably closed your eyes. You probably put your hands on your your your, your, your ear. I'm probably triggering people right now listening to this podcast saying that 
that that's a detach you detached yourself from your traumas i didn't i i i grasped onto those things and i and i thought that i couldn't be loved i thought that i wasn't gonna ever be loved i tried so hard for people to love me i i hold that that's all i ever wanted was to be loved i had to think about it i told i told one of my home homies i said i i was looking for love in men when i really wanted is all i really wanted was a friend See, I dealt with that too, because I wanted a certain type of love mm -hmm. for my dad, and I didn't know how to voice it. Mm -hmm. So then I went to the older crowd, like the OG type of guys, because I wanted a certain level of guidance. And until I held that little boy, I dealt with a lot. Like detachment was crazy because. That little boy inside wasn't healed. Mm. That little boy inside was hurt. I never detach from people. I I tend to find people that detach really fast, and I'm and and when they detach, I'm like grasping. When I tell you, I feel like I'm underwater. I'm grasping. I'm grasping. Even if you give me your pinky and just let me hold it while I'm in the water, I feel calm. I'm just taking anything and everything, anything you would give me at that point. I'm just like, oh, my God. And I'm trying my hardest. I'm like, why don't they love me? Why don't they love me? And I'm realizing, like, that was my that was my trauma. That was my trauma from my, fam my family, from things that was happening in my life. Like, I'm, I'm just like, why don't they love me? Why I can't get them to love me? I thought they loved See, me. Right? I was like that way. And it hurt. Well, it hurt so much. It hurt so much. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't, I, I don't even talk to my parents. Mom, Mom called Mom me six developed. times yesterday, Ty, and I called her hey, back once. I feel it, but I like, like you said, I, I get, I was triggered by my mom because mm -hmm. I've always been a thicker boy. I've always been heavier, and my mom would be like, "Nobody's really going to take you serious and love you in a relationship because of your weight." Whoa, so, damn! What's up with your mom? Yeah, is she a bigger woman? Yeah. But this is like why I stepped away from the Christian faith because that was all the type of people I was finding in that faith. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be on the spiritual side because mm -hmm. Get you some the people that I'm meeting Get you some sage, some sage. terrible Sa people. Sa sage your house, baby. That's what you need to do. Oh, I no, no. You. This is when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I grew up here and shit. I, I grew up in that dysfunction too. I I grew up in the thing about it is I look just like my mama. My mama will tell you my sister looks like her. She'll tell you my uh my sister looks like my daddy. And I look just I'm the split in with my mama. Anybody that sees me, my my mom is my mom is beautiful. I'm gonna tell you, my mom like just like I am, my mom is beautiful. My mom walks in the room, she takes over that room. I was about to say, um ma'am, you better say you're beautiful because you Oh, are. I'm about to tell you. I was about to say, I'm about to tell you. I just said I look just I look just like my mama. Like when my 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 mom my mom walks in the room, just like I walk in the room, it's like they oh my gosh, she's beautiful. That's how they are with me and my mama. My sister don't get that type of that my sister don't get that type. My mom, my sister's beautiful too, but she's not she's not me and my mama. She what? doesn't I don't it's just something about me and my mama's aura that just attract people people men and women like they just they just want to talk to us they just want to and my mama she will deny me every time on 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 the fact that i look just like her i bet but you know like what you just said that was me all my life i was always viewed as the ugly duckling in my family because you know i was a bigger guy 
But I could walk in the room and change the dynamic every mm-hmm. time I see. And I would always. And that's be, when I, I had would, a real. I would, I was when I was growing up. I would always be talking about my weight. I would always, oh, you, you, you fat, you this, oh, you need to lose weight, oh, Tori, you need to start working out, you know. And I wasn't even as the funny part about it is I wasn't even as big as I am right now. And the crazy, that's the crazy part. Now all my you mama, know what's mama, even crazier about mine though? What? And I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, you good. <laughs> my mom would literally say that about my weight, mm-hmm. and then go down to Burger King and buy me like two double cheeseburgers. I was the oh, talk about it. My okay, so so when I was growing up, you know, everybody else was getting Happy Meals. My mama always give me a Big Mac, always give me a Big Mac. She would never give me a Happy Meal. She would always give me a Big Mac. But she was the first person talking about my weight, always talking about my weight. And you're the one feeding me. And that's what I dealt with, cause it was like my mom was always, "Boy, you gonna be four hundred pounds. You gonna be this. You gonna be that." And I remember as a kid, and I told her, I said, "Stop saying that." Yeah, you're going Damn, to speak you that, that into existence. That's good. And when I get that weight, and if something happens to me, you're the one that's going to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we was talking about this the other day, and this is going to get a little deep with this. We was talking about death, right? And I was like, you know, I want to be cremated. My mom's like, that's not of the Bible, blah, blah, blah. I said, Mom, I'm a 400-pound-plus man. What the hell do I look like trying to have a funeral and trying to have some men carry me in a cast and I'm big as hell. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. And my mom looked at me and was like, really? Well, and I'm just gonna like, be honest. You gotta that is true though, because that's a lot. That's a do you know how expensive those those wide caskets are? Yeah. I've been wanting to be cremated since I was a kid. Like that's I want to be cremated too. I don't I don't care. I don't I don't I don't look my thing about it is y'all y'all and look the old testament is the old testament when jesus died on that cross that's when the new testament came out that's when the new testament came into play baby and all those things that god said in the old testament that were sins and stuff he's already forgiven if that was the case in the new testament he wouldn't have gave jezebel um the message to tell the people he wouldn't have used the the a prostitute. He wouldn't have used the murderer to um right. to tell to tell the story that he that he needed to be told. He forgave all those people because Jesus died on the cross. Now y'all, if if y'all don't believe that, then yeah, then that's I don't know what to tell you. All that stuff talking about oh we don't eat pork. That's the old testament. That's what happened before Jesus was here. That's that's well, that's BC. A- that's BC. We in AD. Right, you okay. sh- you shouldn't eat pork because pigs are just nasty as hell. Well, and I mean, I, I mean, I don't, don't, you, don't be judging me, baby, because that's in the Old Testament. It said that, no, no, but no, they no, ain't got. But but them. let's be honest, in the New Testament, ain't no rules. You know why? Because it already said Jesus died for what our sins, and those were and all the sins you know, that God had in the in the Testament. Greed, freaking uh, glutton, the gluttony, uh, murder. Freaking yeah. um, and I'm not telling y'all to go out there and murder people. Tori E not, not telling y'all to go murder good. nobody. <laughs> Tori's just telling y'all that all those sins, when you if you if if you repent, you those God God knows your heart. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not saying that it's gonna keep you from going to hell, but there there is just it's it's a it's a it's just a sense of certain things that has already transpired, y'all. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm not telling y'all. I hope y'all wouldn't go out here and do all those things. He's saying not to do it, but also in the same breath, he's saying that you already are forgiven. That's all I'm right. saying. Yeah, but like 
when it came to the pork thing, I stopped eating pork because how it smelled. Yeah, nice. I really don't. I, to be honest, uh, Ty, I really don't eat pork. I mean, once in a blue moon, maybe I might have a little bacon on my, my burger, but to be honest, I don't even eat pork. I don't eat pork at all. Yeah. I don't. Jason Haley, my dog, my kids, Um, I let them have like sausage patties, but it be like once in a blue moon. They don't be eating sausage all the time. We don't just, um, and I, and I don't eat pork chops. We don't eat pork chops. And, oh my God. You know, have, you, have you ever seen a video like, of pork chops? High blood pressure and stuff. So it's like, Nah, like that, and you know, talk about that whole situation with like you come to the reali uh, realization, like how your mom would treat you, like getting you the Big Mac. Like, mm -hmm. I know because I used to work out a lot when I was a kid. Like, mm -hmm. I went to a boys' and girls' club, I was always playing basketball, hitting the gym, and honestly, I've come to the realization that. That's where that's why it's hard for me to lose weight, why I disconnect from it so easily, because here I was a kid who worked out a lot, played sports, did all these things, and hearing my mother tell me, Oh, you're too big or blah blah blah, this, blah, 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 that, which it may have been correct, but there's a certain way you say it and there's a certain way you deliver your message. I think that's why it's so hard for me to stay consistent with my weight loss journey because I'll get going and then I'll hear that in the background. Well, if I'll you need some encouragement, if you need oh. some encouragement, uh you can always you can always um hit me or if I see I you working you. out, I'll try to encourage you. You just need you need to see positive people in your in your corner to keep you from hearing that you gotta to 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 mess up that noise, to kill that noise, man. You just need positive people to just to keep you going, keep you moving forward. Even if you just walking outside, like shoot, I got a whole gym, like yeah. I'll be eating better, I'll be working out. My diet hasn't been the best lately, but you know, I I have changed a lot of habits, but like I always tell people, when I'm alone, that's the biggest issue for me because I live alone. So I had there's times I have to sit here with my demons, and that's why uh, I don't know if it was I was talking to you the other day when we was talking about that. Oh, you're not alone, and it's like yeah, we can see that. But when you're at home, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. If you wake up, you got these things heavy on your mind. You can't silence them. That's a different story. Yeah, I know how you feel, Ty. I really do. I, but, you, you, just, you, you, you don't know how much I feel you on that. It's it's a different it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling to have to be le left alone in your devices. And you know what though? I thank God every day that I'm being able to do that because it's giving me um more insight to look in the woman in the mirror and change my fucking ways. Because it's a lot of things that I need to be working on. And not just my my mental, my physical, but also my spiritual. Like it it's it's a lot of things that I'm like, you know what? Uh-uh. I was just telling myself today, I'm like, I need to Tori, you need to get your shit together. You need to you need to make more money. You need to do you need to make more you need to do more stuff. You need to like it's so much stuff. I'm like, Tori, you got you so talented. 
don't 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 let it don't be wasted don't don't be the the same person that's in the in the grave right now wasting wasted away talent Tori, you have so much time i'm telling myself this in my mind i'm not even talking i can just hear myself talking to me my inner self talking to me that's your, Saying, that's your you higher self shit together yeah hey, you have so have much talent don't let your talent be wasted and don't you know how many talent 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 most the most talent is in the grave yep the most smartest people that had the most be best ideas are in the grave it's people that had the they probably got the cure to aids before the cure even had the the aids even came out they are in the grave okay. right now because they never they didn't take no risk and they they were okay with being comfortable and let me tell you about being comfortable because i'm gonna say this one more time at one point in your life, that comfortability that you so are grasping onto is going to, it might go back down. And then you're going to have no choice because God does it every time. He's going to get, he gives you no choice to but, but to go up. You sitting here, you ain't doing that. You sitting on the couch. What's that little, what's that, uh, that, um, you know, that commercial with the black guy? You sitting on the couch. I don't, why I don't wait? watch TV. So. Why, what, you uh, watch the TV? You talking about why the Everest College. I yeah, get yeah, going to the little college. I'm telling y'all, I'm just putting, I'm in this right here. I'm just telling y'all that y'all are going, to, you're going to still continue to be comfortable and God's going to take you out that comfort. Something's going to happen. That pandemic, some of y'all, that pandemic was a blessing for y'all because y'all were so comfortable in y'all shit that y'all didn't even realize that that wasn't, that's not where, that wasn't the placement for you. A lot of y'all have elevated because of the fact, the fact that God put y'all in that damn pandemic, uh, epidemic, epidemic, <laughs> pandemic, God put you in that damn pandemic and elevated you made you gave you no choice but to elevate and i'm gonna tell you right now i was one of them i will never 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 live in comfortability again if i'm not uncomfortable i know i'm not i'm not doing nothing if i ain't stressing about a bill getting paid in my house i ain't doing shit. i'm i'm not i'm i'm ready i'm ready for anything i'm ready for the world see with me you know like I, that's why I had to realize with my situation, like when I went through my divorce and everything, mm -hmm. I had to start being appreciative of it. And when you learn how to appreciate the damages and the hits that you take in life, it's, it, it creates a different beast. Mm -hmm. So when I became, when I was going through that and I became grateful and it took a long while. I still battled with it. But what happened was I looked at my situation and was like, you know, I like I'm like I told you, I'm more on the spiritual side of things. Like mm. I can't do organized religion. And my divorce brought me my spiritual godfather. Mm -hmm. So I had to be appreciated appreciative of it because it put a certain type of person in my circle to help me heal. And mm. shout out to my godfather. Like he helped me heal so much. And, you know, he gave me the, um, I can't think of the word. Like those times I felt alone and then I wouldn't feel alone. He gave me the, um, it made me realize that I wasn't alone. Let's just say that. Cause I can't think of the word and you know, he, he, I remember one time 
and I'll end this on this. Like I used to really battle suicidal thoughts a lot. And I've never met this man in person. He doesn't know my story, yeah. nothing. He just knows what we talked about. And he called me one morning and he was like, you know, it was brought to me to appreciate where you are in life because there was a time you was ready to not be here. Mm. And I'm like, what? And granted, I never told nobody about that. Never told nobody mm. I dealt with suicidal thoughts like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? And he was like, you know, that night that you was trying to get a gun from your friend and then you wouldn't tell nobody why the, your angels around you was telling those people, do not give him that. And he said, even if you, they would have gave it to you, mm-hmm. you still would have been here because you have a purpose in your life. Yeah. You, I'm on a road in my truck. I'm bawling my eyes the hell out. I'm crying like a newborn that's hungry. I mean, I'm crying like crazy in the truck. And I'm like, wow. And it was like a breakthrough. Like, I can, I, like even now, I can hear a certain song. Mm-hmm. And music has always been my muse. Mm-hmm. So there's a song called Go Millie by Sean Millie. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to the words and like he was like what you said you got to keep pushing and all that and it was just like it would hit me because it's like every I ain't gonna say just men everybody has has battles that they fight and it was just like I, I was tired I was exhausted you know everything was uh, getting so heavy and when I it was like that song was purposely played because I wasn't controlling the thing at the time and it came up and I was just like listen to it and here I am bawling my eyes out because it's just like you gotta stop and be still you have to yeah that's a that's a word for just you stop still stop just be still people like that's in the bible let let yeah yeah that's in the bible right there be still i think a lot of people like why certain people require certain things in relationships like oh you got to do this 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 and this to keep me it's because they don't know how to be patience is a virtue (laughs) because when they're still they have to deal with demons try to suppress yeah and, and people, when I was just like, people, you know, I have to be still. And, and people give up quick. People give up on stuff. They'll break up with you talking. And then they'll be like, oh, you're not patient. You have to be patient. And that's because they're not patient. They don't have they don't they don't have the patience to deal with the actual to actual do the, the work. So now they like, oh, be still like, oh, you need to be like in that in a nutshell is bad for you, too. So. Oh, yeah. But that be, but that be still. That's what I'm doing. I've been be I've been being still for nine months. <laughs> See, I was still. For I ain't gonna years. lie to you, sign. Y'all can shut me all you want. This is the longest I've ever been um single. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's longest good. I've ever, I've ever. No, I'm lying. Before I had met my kid's dad, I was single for a whole year. But I mean, I was dating. But I mean, but like in a relation, relations, no. But it's like every time that I get out of a situation, I take the time to find myself and be at peace before I get into another situation. 
Me too. I never, I don't, my thing about it is if you do that, you're going to, all you're going to do is just bring the past. I'm, I'll, I'll be, we'll wrap it up. Um, y'all, I'm motherfucking Tori, motherfucking E. Y'all can hit me up on uh, Instagram at hanging with Tori. You can also hit me up on TikTok at Tori.E.Ariza. And you can also hit me up on, uh, Twitter at Tori E. Ariza. No hashtags, no underscores, and no periods. And Ty, my friend, uh, go ahead and tell me your uh, handles, friend. You already know who it is. It's the world's favorite teddy bear, big poppy bear, aka Bears World. That's B E A R Z underscore W R L D, and that's on Snap, TikTok, and Instagram. Y'all gonna always hit me up on there if you need somebody to talk to. You gonna have to come back. We're gonna talk about the Snapchat thing because I have a, I got a, I got a little beef with Snapchat, but we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> you know, be real with yourself. Therapy is a great thing. Um, anybody. Men and women. No, I'm, just, I'm saying this for everybody. No, no, I'm just, I'm putting it out there. Just look. Because okay. yeah. like, we always want to, well, these men need, a, these men need therapy shit. We need therapy too. Hell. They, 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 they do that because they, they always want to pass the buck. But that, we'll, 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 we'll talk we'll about it on another, we'll talk about that we'll so much. <laughs> 